What's up, ladies and gentlemen? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 106 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League Edition Monday Night Raw. Getting started here uh, with our pregame, man. How you feeling, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. I'm feeling good. This Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man soundtrack is impressive. Oh, I thought um, you were going to go see I the mean, movie. I was like, oh, I, I, I have not. Really I'm so far back on so many movies. Still haven't seen Mario Brothers. I didn't go see, uh, what was the other one? Avatar. I didn't. I haven't seen Spider Man. I'm I'm behind. But, I had no desire to see Mario Brothers until everybody said it was fantastic. I thought it was going to be a kiddie movie, and they knew that their demographic was us. That the kids that play Mario Kart are now grown. Um, so I am excited to go see that movie. Uh, so yeah, this I is not an advertisement, movie. but Max, can you kind of speed up the process so we can get to watching these movies? In the comfort of our own homes, I prefer to watch mine in pajamas. So help your boy out. Nah, they trying to get you back into the. Uh, they trying to get you back into the theaters. They trying to get that money. Nah, back. they don't. They actually knocked the theater down that was across the street from my complex, so they don't want me back. Uh, I guess. I guess. Um, but with that being said, man, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate y'all for tuning in on Splash at www.thesplashcast.com. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, Facebook, YouTube as well, man. We are here with our pregame, here with our pregame. Y'all know what it is when we start with the pregame. We go with the Braves. We go with baseball. Uh, Braves is really the only thing to talk about uh, for us, but we'll also talk about a couple of the world. Things. Why else would you want to talk about anything else? And then we have... It's, it's uh, your favorite team's favorite team, the Atlanta Bravos. If that's not your favorite team, find a new team named the Braves. And then we have, uh, you know, with the pregame, we always do a little bit of uplift, a little bit of pain, uh, a little bit of humor. Well, plenty so, of pain this week, boy, let me tell <laughs> so, you. So, uh, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and get started. We're going to start off with the Braves. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, make sure y'all check in on the chat. Type a, uh, type on in. Let us know that y'all are watching. Shoot us a text. Shoot us an Instagram. Shoot us an email. Ciao. Smoke Pigeon. Y'all know what it is with the Braves segment. What does that say? 2021 World Series champs. Four times. World Looking Series for- <laughs> champs of the world, Craig. Yes. We're going to try to get some more. We're going to try to get some more. We are currently leading the division. I don't know if we're leading the NL anymore, but we are leading the division in uh, leading our division with the big series with we- the Mets coming up. We are currently the fourth best team in baseball. We're sporting a record of 35 and 24. Um, It's not as good as we want it to be. But once I kind of contextualize that, and I have a good reminder that we are above the Houston Asterisks and the New York Yankees and the L.A. Dodgers, I feel a little bit better about my life. Yeah, man. All right, all right. I'm up. I'm up. I had me a little swig of gin. Now I'm, uh, I don't. I uh, turn off the. Ooh. <laughs> hey, <I laughs> swig of gin, bro. Uh, hey, man. That's my. All, this is gonna be my summer drink. For drinking gin on a school night is wild. Second of all, it's like I gotta know which gin, because that's gonna determine a lot of how I expect your demeanor to. So, it was actually a birthday gift that I never opened. Um, it was Tanqueray Gin. I actually found a whole box of birthday gifts 
For our birthday cards, was in April. Cards, money. I forgot. I put it all. You're I trash. Was, I was drunk. You're trash. I was drunk on my birthday, and I put it everything in a box, and I just left it there, and I was cleaning up the office. I was like, "What is this?" Like, hey oh, Beyonce, shit. all your belongs in a box to the left. To the left. I was like, oh left. shit. Some of that stuff deserved a thank you card. That's old school. So it was fire. I was like, ooh, I ain't tell nobody thank you for none of this. Uh but with that being said, I'm having um it's Tanqueray grapefruit uh gin with a little with a little uh soda water, um, uh, some fruit and uh some strawberry syrup. And some lemonade. My wife hey, made it. We're making bespoke cocktails before the podcast. Hey, now, boy, you are fantastic, and it's clear. You think with all that it wouldn't be clear, but it's still a lot of gin in there. Can't make you sin. Oh, it's gonna make me tell the truth. Uh, but with the Braves, with the Braves, with the Braves, man. So Norwood did say earlier that we are fourth best in the majors. We actually got off to a really, really hot start. Really hot start. Uh. We were first in the majors, first in the National League. Uh, we were second in the majors, first in the National League, of course. Uh, the Tampa, not Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay Rays, number one team in baseball. Yeah, they started uh, off like 20, 20, and, 20 and 4, I think is what they started off as, and we were right behind them. But we've actually hit a bit of a spurt or a speed bump uh, when it comes to our season because <laughs> of our pitching. <laughs> But boy, a speed bump. That was a month of media <laughs> mediocrity. That's so, what it was. I'm glad we got that good running start, though. Our pitching from the outside looking in looks bad. And we know why it looks bad. Um, Max Freed, our ace, is now placed on a 60-day DL. Looks like he'll be coming back either right before or right after the all-star break. Um, Mike Soroka still isn't all the way right. Uh, Kyle Anderson, who led the major, led National League Cy Young winner last year, led the National League in wins, uh, top five at ERA, has been out since the first week he came back and it's still hurt, can't re aggravated his shoulder. He's out. Mike Soroka, coming off two Achilles injuries, has come up and allowed 10 runs in five innings, first action in three months. We're our, our ace, our three man rotation for pitching is a 40. Year old, 40 plus year old, and Charlie Morton, Spencer Strider, <laughs> artisanal, beverage. artisanal beverage, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Spencer Strider, Spencer Strider, who's Wait, good, that's but he was not a his name. That's not his name. His name is Spencer Strikeout. Spencer and Strikeout. If you get up there to that plate, he might smoke your boots. We got him, and then we have Elder, who is a rookie. So we have a rookie, a second year, and a twenty-year p- pitcher. We don't have anybody in their prime, pitching. Nobody. Hey, hey, we, <laughs> hey! Alex Anthopoulos said, "Hey, we're gonna make a do with what we got until we get everything back." And we're we're doing that. That hot start kind of got me into a place where the expectation is to just win. That is not plausible. I'm really happy that I saw this chart. It kind of lets me know, like, all right, well, we're the fourth best team in baseball. We have the fifth hmm. best ERA in baseball. That puts you, that puts things in context for me. I do think that there's a lot of room for growth once we get our players back. We have so many players. We could still be a some we could be a much better team with all of our players. Hopefully, perfectly, they will come back here soon and very soon. But even in the middle of this. 
I feel pretty good about the guys who yeah, our pitching isn't as bad. Our bullpen f- from that World Series year, Alex Anthopoulos, World Series, Alex Anthopoulos set such a high standard for the bullpen. Even in the year before, when we lost to the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series, 4-3, to we still had a really good bullpen. Then he flipped it and got a better bullpen, and we won the World Series. Last year, our pitching was good, but our hitting got hurt. What wasn't that great? Everybody else was hurt. This year is kind of the opposite. I think we've been spoiled by such a good bullpen. Our bullpen, as by this chart, isn't that bad. Now we did resign Iglesias. Oh. We did resign Iglesias. Oh, I'm watching the Stanley Cup Finals too, and the goalie just punched uh, uh, a defenseman in the back. Damn, they light a knife playing. I don't care about Stanley Cup. Bring it back. Bring Lord Stanley back to his rightful home, Tampa Bay, Florida. But the Braves, man, our pitching isn't that bad, and our bats are fantastic. If we could get just healthy, we'll be probably a top three team in the league easily. I do have a little bit of, I don't know if it's breaking news. We signed an infielder that used to play with the the Dodgers today. Oh, yeah, that's because uh, they sent Soroka back down to the minors because he allowed 10 runs in, like, five, four innings. Uh, he just couldn't Luke get out of the inning. Williams. But to me, it's like an infielder, once again, still got Vaughn Grissom, who just had a four-hit minor league game. Getting a utility infielder, and we still got Culberson around here somewhere, too. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense to me, but maybe they know something. Then. Move him to the left field. If you're going to play Vaughn Grissom, move him to left field, and you're good. Um, but Yes, and especially especially well, if Ozuna's gone. Ozuna hit a 416-yard single. Yeah, and then promptly got his ass put on the bench because he wanted to watch. Well, I mean, in fairness, a 416-foot hit. That is a home most run. Parks That's a home, a home run. run. <laughs> it don't matter, but you have to, a lot of this is about understanding your own station in life. He who shall not be named, bro, you need to be, you need to be King Hustle. You need to be T.I., Grand Hustle. Everything that you can do to be better, to, to hey, you're, you one game away from playing in the Dominican, my friend. What? I want you to remember that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to do Marcel like that? Why you think he's whoa. one game away from you being in the... Back. No, 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 no. I, I Make sure, don't be mistaken now. He needs to... He can't go one for 19 like he was. But what makes you think Marcel thinking they're going to send me back? I have done everything wrong, and I am still here. Why would you think right. that that, well, you are one. I've been <laughs> one right. swing away from the Dominican for three years. Like, I've, I, man, we've got, we go through this every time we talk about it. Why do you think I'd be playing like this too? You right, I didn't leg it out. You know why? Because you can't do nothing. I'm sure as the day is long and the night is short, Brian Snicker was like, we need to get rid of well, Marcelo Zuna. <laughs> we need to get rid of Marcelo Zuna. That is. That, that's somebody that's working. That's an old working statement. Um, uh, <laughs> we need to get Marcelo Zuna out of here. I know he said that. And Anthopolis said, you know what? Listen, let me tell you something about this Georgia Red Clay. The dirt that he has does not get out. It stains. And Man. I don't. we don't know what it is. 
So why would you think Marcel can get out of here? But these colors don't <laughs> run. <laughs> but I did say they need to bring back uh, Vaughn Grissom, put him at left field. But here's the thing, though. Um, that man right there, Eddie Rosario. Oh, you you never getting that job back. Eddie Rosario oh, hit a grand right. slam, top of the ninth, down five four. Grand Slam, and we ended up winning eight five against Arizona, who I, is a top team in the outs. American League. It, uh, one out. No, we had two outs. Two out, by top of the ninth, bases loaded. Yep, two outs. Grand Slam. Let me tell y'all something. That's Eddie Rosario heard y'all, and when I say y'all, it's us included. He heard us when we told when we made fun of him because he said he couldn't see when he went and got his eyes checked and got LASIK. Huh? That man then came back this year and got used to it. Them things then healed. He had he. This is the game-winning grand slam against Arizona. The day after he hit a hit two home runs in the second and seventh to win against Arizona, which we had to win this series because we blew the series against the freaking Oakland A's. Eddie Rosario, look, Vaughn Grissom. It might be more than tight on you, bro. It might be the writing on the wall like Michael Jackson. It you you are slayed. They may be they may be they, you know what? Vaughn Grissom and another prospect for a top pitcher. That's what I see happening. Because if Eddie Rosario's doing this, hitting grand slams in the I top don't of the night. But I it's like over. Vaughn Grissom though. I really like him as a baseball player. I think he has a lot of potential. But you're right. I mean, especially you're right. Rosario, uh, Mike Harris, we need him to get it together, but we paid him. We're sticking with him. Yeah, and then he's we also got catch, he's yeah. also catching the robbing home runs, though. Like if he's having a slump at the plate, he's up here playing in the outfield right. pretty well. Go ahead. One hundred percent right. I mean, I just hate I hate when you know you got a player who's good and you're like that's but I like, mean, you never know, man. That's what we believed about Christian Pache. It's just never nah, quite. Christian Pache Earl never. He, he wasn't playing like Vaughn. But Vaughn yeah. has come up in the time when everybody's good. That's the disadvantage of being drafted by a good organization at times. You're good, but everybody's good. It's like going to a, 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 a SEC school, national championship school, like a Alabama, like a LSU, like a Florida, like a Georgia in their heyday. Like you may be a five star, but you gonna transfer to Arizona State? You gonna uh, be a? We'll throw Clemson in there too. <laughs> somewhere else, now, Ohio State. They be out of there. It's, it it's, just sucks for Vaughn yeah. Grissom. But shout out to Eddie though. It's so good. I mean, I guess yeah. You got you might have to flip the kid because there's just no play. And if you can't play him, then you need to get something back. Microphone. Uh, yeah, you do need to get something back because. Pitching, everybody, everybody's hurt. So it's got to be pitching. You got to get him for a pitcher. One thing that the Braves, listen, listen. Everybody has hit a slump. Everybody, except for two people on the Braves team. Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna is on pace to hit 33 home runs and have 71 stolen bases. And he's been in con- not a slump, but he had he hasn't he's been up and down a little bit over this road over this road trip. If he actually gets consistent, like even like 
we know he could be, can be. We've seen. Forty forty looks real now, attainable. MVP looks here. real attainable. Two things. Number one, I remember at the beginning of the season, who did who told you that this was our MVP candidate? It, your boy right here. Number two, Ronnie's last ten home runs have all been over four hundred twenty. This is a nobody has ever done that in the time that they've recorded home runs. His last ten in a row. Mm, I like that. That's that's one of them LeBron next gen stats to me. But it's cool. Yeah, uh, but you're also destroying the ball consistently. Mm-hmm. Yes, minus the steroids, Bond, minus the cream Pittsburgh, and the clear. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh bonds. Pittsburgh bonds was kind of crazy. Oh yes, I mean. I, I hate that the MLB does not market Ronnie better because he is, I think, if not the best player in the in the league, one of the top five. Easy money. He just does not get does not get nearly enough love. Yeah. Again, I think it's more of you're a good uh, Ooh, let's not make this racy. The gin has not kicked in yet. You're on a team in a location where there's others that are more desirable marketing wise, right? Uh, Austin, Riley, but who? Austin, Riley, Max Freed. Now Olsen, Olsen is the Atlanta kid. Um, those three plus. That's your MVP, man. M- most in the, and like the only other guy who I would even really put in the category that could even entertain this, and it's too early, is Spencer Strider. I could Ozzie understand Albies. how you. Ozzie Albies is probably the best second baseman in the league right now. I saw something on All Star where they didn't even have him as, as. Which is wild, <laughs> wild. If you go look at the stats. But I'm gonna tell you who they did have. <laughs> that boy right there, <laughs> Mr. Acuna. I mean, I just wish they did a better job. I, I like how he's playing with something to prove, chance. though. Ronald Acuna is playing with. He's oh, yeah. actually he said it multiple times in against uh, when speaking to us through a translator. Look, I wasn't a hundred percent last year. I pushed it to come back. Y'all sleeping on me. I'm here to show you now that I'm fully healthy. And we always and, know that ACL, Achilles, uh, one those those main injuries, elbows take 18 months to come back you could come back and run in a straight line cut a little bit in 12 months but most players are back 18 months later hence Acuna what was you about to say because I was confused because I kept looking at the timeline like they were saying at the end of the season he was kind of hurt he was kind of hurt and then I saw him playing the Dominican and he was mashing balls and I was like wait when did he get healthy and I was skeptical coming into the season. I just believed in him because I knew he was a good player, but I was kind of concerned in the back of my head, like when he was going to get healthy. And apparently, he is healthy. And yeah, he's a monster. He's he's good, man. He's good. So, in other baseball news, that's going to wrap up the Braves, man. Uh, you know, real baseball starts after July fourth, uh, after All Star break. So we'll get back into it. But the Braves still are leading the division. Big three game home set against the Nationals after we save face. Save face on the road after embarrassing ourselves against the Oakland A's uh, in front of 22 people. So uh, San Diego, the San Diego Super Padres, who have spent quadri- a quadrillion, that's a new word, 
A quadrillion. Q-U-A-D-R-I-L-L-I-O-N. A quadrillion amount of money, dollars. They spent so much no, no, money. No, no. Hmm? I'll give you the exact number. One million, one hundred ninety-seven million three hundred twenty-seven thousand seventy-six dollars for this twenty man's twenty-six man payroll. And three of them make eighty percent of the money. But let me oh, tell they you, make all the, they make all the money. <laughs> but look who actually has been playing pretty well, so well that they decided to bring him up. Uh, Ethan Salas, we reported on him about two months ago. A uh, 16-year-old prospect has been added to their single-A Lake Elsinore roster. He will make his MLB debut tonight and will be the first. I'm sorry, that was six days ago. Made his MLB uh, debut six days ago. It was the first 2006-born player to play in the minors. I'm going to say that again because everybody, our demographic, knows exactly what you were doing in 2006. Depending on what year you were doing something. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, what part of the year? year for me. Depending on not what part agree. of the year it was fun or it sucked. But uh, 2006, I we was, remember what we were doing. This kid was born. He's now in the majors at 16. 16. And we just we just got done talking about the dude who, who plays for the Pirates, who was in their minor league system for 10 years. You telling me that you're gonna bring it? Why this you man? Up? Why you? <laughs> I've been playing for ten years. The thirty-three-year-old. He was six. He's he was six <laughs> when I started my minor league debut, <laughs> and ten years later, it's my coworker. Nah, uh-uh. Imagine they roll a sixteen-year-old in there with you, Reggie. Doogie <laughs> Hauser. You a genius, bro. Show me what you got. There you go. Work my oh, problems. Reggie, work that lucky. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Uh, but yeah, man. But I did. We did want to say shout out to Ethan Salas, man. They it was a big deal when he got signed, but nobody could figure out when they were gonna bring him up. Uh, Padres are in need of some help. The catchers outside of the Braves, a lot of them has been as a position as as a whole has been struggling in the major league. Uh, shout out to Wilson and William Contreras. Got that money. And now you look real regular. Everybody's wondering why we oh. didn't keep Contreras. He looks regular. Sounds <laughs> like Trey Turner. Money. They say <laughs> Trey Turner is making $27 million a year. I think for the Phillies, they say he's valued at about nine. Ooh. Uh, so I referenced uh, – uh, shout out to Ethan Salas. I referenced the Braves playing the, the Oakland A's, and we played in front of 22 people. If you're watching, right now we're about to show you a video of a fan that rushed the field. Yes, it's a fan that rushed the field. It's as regular as you could think. The thing is, he ran right by security, and security was like, screw it. Watch. Look at him. On the field. He's on the field. Ran into the The groundskeeper and everybody is watching him after the rain delay, and he's currently running the bases in reverse counterclockwise if you will uh crosses first base and is running home and nobody cares that's because nobody is in oakland this this shows you a lot about their current situation these people don't care because they know that they won't have a job soon and very soon they're going to move this team to las vegas and everybody who works for this organization will either have to find a new team or move to las vegas and I don't think that most people are interested in doing that. 
So, yeah, I'm not getting out here to stop this kid. And we used to do this. When I used to work for my league baseball team, we used to let the kids do this after the game. Yeah, yeah come you out always, on the field you and run around the baseball. Yeah, you always did. Run around basketball, you do the same thing. What's wild to me about the Oakland A situation and showing that they don't care is I wouldn't care either if you made it public. Like, Las Vegas is like, we have been approved for a baseball stadium to move Oakland A's here. Like, that's the headline. They're do- that's not like... They're the doing bu- the mock-ups, and the mock-ups are beautiful. Like, oh, yeah, we can that's spend That's crazy. Money. That's crazy. If I, if I, Why would you come to a game? Like, the like Atlanta. Everybody knows Atlanta wants a hockey franchise. They are opening up a sports venue in North... In Alpharetta, past Alpharetta, where the demographic is that they want the hockey people to go. And... But they're not saying we want a hockey team, even though they know, which they already know is hockey team. They're trying to move here. It's from Phoenix. They're trying to move the Phoenix team here. They already know yeah. that. But they can't say that out loud. Oakland and Las Vegas is just like, screw y'all. Come on. Come on to Vegas. We know yeah, you're coming to Vegas. The, the Coyotes are in a bad space, but I think that there are multiple teams. I know that I've seen Mahomes specifically say something about you know, possibly the Coyotes coming to Kansas City. So I think that it should be interesting. I would like to see. I, I don't know if Atlanta can handle a hockey team. Man. We do this every, like, decade. Every Depends. time we try, uh-huh. it just doesn't work. Uh, I think I normally would agree with you on that until they tried moving the Braves into Cobb County. Once they tried moving the Braves into Cobb County successfully, I think you realize it's kind of like with football when you did like the Washington football team or you did the New York Jets and Giants. If you move them out of the city, move them to New Jersey, move them to Maryland, you still get the demographic that you want and you still get the numbers. And we know the South, the demographic they want don't want to travel to the other demographic. They want to travel to their own people that stay out there. So you never know. The other the other funny part about the whole athletics thing is they have the lowest payroll in baseball, but the other four teams are all top 15 teams. Orioles top 15, Pirates top 15, Tampa Bay Devil Rays number one team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. Farm if, system. If, if you're Farm one system. of the big spenders, you have to be sick because you spend a lot of money. If you're the Mets and you're looking at the Devil Rays, you got a problem on your hands, my friend. You need to, you need to work on your green thumb, bro. Gotta get that farm right. If you don't have a farm, uh, I didn't know you where you're going with that. <laughs> oh yeah, farm, farm. Um, well played. I like it. <laughs> you gotta be able. You gotta be able to, man. You can't just go out there and spend money like that because when you do, and it doesn't work, you turn into the laughing stock of baseball. Speaking, Speaking of, of laughing stock, laughing stocks. <laughs> uh, we now get to the part where Hold we talk up, about pain Time and out. violence. I'm out. This is the point where. Uh, especially if you're watching this, mentally prepare yourself to see a bunch of people be destroyed. <laughs> uh, so first we start out in Little League. Richie's been practicing. Little Richie's up at the plate. Little League game. He is about to play. He's about to go for a bat. He is warming up on deck. There's Little Richie. Bow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go of the bat, takes out the umpire. He's nervous. At nine, you know you you know no, you think, I think you're that's in trouble. a coach. I think that's gotta be a coach. No, that's not I think that's his coach. Oh, that's a coach. Yeah, that is a coach. 
Yeah, that's the coach. There's well, the umpire me, right there with the tats. Let Bow. me check. I will punch a kid. I will no, punch you can't. a kid. Not if you're the coach. You're not going to punch a kid on your team. Hit me with a bad C, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't have, I'm not getting paid enough to do this. I signed up to do a little coaching, a little mentor, and not to get hit with a bat. <laughs> I'm going Man, home. And you let, you, win or you, lose, you let your little sister care. play softball and you go there and get help and somebody let the bat go. You ain't about to punch a kid. You'd be mad though. Shout out to the coach uh, for getting up and because the kid was like obviously distraught. He thought he was in trouble. He thought he hurt the coach. He was like, "I'm okay." Did hurt I'm the coach. Okay. Don't I don't think about it. you did. If you hit a person with a bat, it hurt. No, hurt, 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 hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. See, and he and see he knew he freaked out. And he Look freaked at the bat. Out. The bat said, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so uh, that'd be my last. Shout day. out, shout retire. out to the coach, man. Glad everybody's safe. Everybody's uh, okay. That was funny though. And nobody's safe as long as Richie out there swinging that bat. Speaking of people not. Yeah. So <laughs> talk about Umpire the worst walk-off ever. <laughs> Top of the ninth. I'm sorry. Bottom of the ninth. Is it bottom? No, bottom of the tenth. Bottom of the tenth. One-one Detroit at Chicago White Sox. Bases loaded. No, uh, two outs. Tim Anderson at the plate, and you can guess. There's a walk off, but I'm not gonna tell you how. You just gotta watch. Bow. Ooh. Ah. In the face, man. <laughs> so for those that are listening, the ump, the catcher misses the pat, misses the pitch. The ball hits the umpire in the mask. He falls out. The catcher catch checks on the umpire. Man from third base scores to end the game. Walk off. Oh, dog, that, like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it's funny. But if you're the other team, it's just like, this sucks. Like, this sucks. But it's it's cool. You can't even be mad. He don't know what happened. Look at him. Yeah. He is. Bugged. Yeah, he got his bell rung. Number one, your catcher just missed the ball. So it was going to be an error anyway. Umpire just unfortunately in the way. The other part about this is there are a lot of people who bet on this game and were very close to probably winning large sums of money. And then to lose like this, <laughs> oh, my God. See, See you are a glass half-empty person. I'm looking at it as there are a lot of people that bet on this game. And to win like this has to be exhilarating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but winning like this is like, okay. But to lose like this, oh, uh, emotion. Emotional <laughs> damage. I am sick. I am hurt. And you know, he probably thought I got my money in the bag. All I gotta do is get past Tim Anderson exactly. And I'm out of here, which which is something to deal with in itself. But for me, no, I am emotionally damaged, broken. I'm saying. Like that All just right. <laughs> move on to uh the neighborhood Olympics. Where uh, <laughs> a man decided to play basketball and relive his glory days. <laughs> ah! oh, yeah. <laughs> First off, so they're playing one-on-one on an eight-foot goal. First off. Second off. You on the eight, that, bro. It's eight feet, bro. On you the eight-foot goal, my man couldn't even get up to touch the rim. 
on an eight-foot goal. Now, the way that everybody's reacting tells me that this is probably his home. This is definitely, look at him. Yep, got you. Travel, miss, through the fence. This is probably his home. Because if I were the homeowner. If it wasn't before it is now, because you got to fix all of that big time. You got to fix that fence. And it is fun. I'm going upstairs, family, bro. I'm but going away I, from I'm going to take a, if that's my house, I'm going to take a walk. Take a ride. No, everybody got to go home. It's over. Today is over. Then your neighbor's going to drive by. Why is a hole in, in Nathaniel fence? What happened over there? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Put a big I'm black trash bag like people do their car that I cannot, I cannot even begin to explain. My man played no defense. No defense. Wow. You just... And I'm talking about like feet up, back on grass. I'm compromised. I went through the fence, knocked the whole fence. I yeah, no. And this had probably has a million views. Your church members, this is your friends, your what family. Was... <laughs> he went up the way he stuff. hit that fence, full <laughs> speed. You know what? He hit the fence like that time Jose Canseco ran through that joint. Oh my sense, the steroids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's in front of everybody too. That is a core memory. Hey, so now this is too more violence. Uh, I we hold haven't on, hold on, hold on, wait. They gotta stop making sports up. No, they don't. We yes. talked about this before when they had six people like last year, and I was like, hey, they this. do this every summer. This is in Eastern. This is why you don't mess with them Eastern Europeans. I t- I told y'all. Listen, this is for this those listening. This is UFC. This is basically Russian UFC, and- but. It's three on three instead of one on one. And we need more of this in America. We have way too many rappers that want to fight people and want to do all. Hey, get your, get the Crips and the Bloods. Let's get them out oh, here. Oh, put him Let to him. sleep. Man, look at that. And that's the worst part about it is once the first two guys get whooped, it's a jumping. They just <laughs> jumping him at this point. Stomp him out. Stomp him out. Stomp him out. No. Oh my God. You know how mad I would be if I'm the third guy? Like, y'all, because the first dude got knocked out with one kick. <laughs> Him right like, here. That, we practiced, that man we right there. all that <laughs> long time for you to get knocked out that quick. Oh, You're my down. God. That's one. That's two. And he was actually winning over there. He was getting his dude. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, the man, third guy was actually winning until he. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, oh Lord! Oh, now professional fighting. Professional fight, man. I would, I, w- um, I would deem all of this professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to to Clarissa Shields. You don't really get a lot of wim- female boxing, uh, women's boxing. Um, I don't know in today's age the correct yes. term, just women's boxing. It, it is. It is. It's. I guess it is technically. Yeah, male boxing, female boxing. This is Clarissa. She is the self-proclaimed quote. Greatest woman of all time, and she has every belt: designer belt, Gucci, Fendi, Ooh, Louis Vuitton. She is beating this girl up, good. And she's—I will say she's a different type of boxer. She leans into her femininity, but at the same time, she's leaning into punches too. Y'all better learn to bob and weave. She's punching the faces off of these women, and after she won the fight, the opponent actually called her the quote, which. Oh. That's a lot to say. What else you gonna say? You just beat my ass. Like you are we are you ooh, right. ooh, you bet yeah, yeah, say is either call me to go or we could go for a rematch. Nope. 
You yeah. woke. Say my, say my name. <laughs> uh, say my name. Uh, 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 oh, I ain't got no comment. This is my commentary. I'm just, oh, my. This look like the worst them middle school is, fights, when, it, but she can actually fight. Like, you know how girls be fighting it, in middle school and be like that? But she's actually connecting with everybody. First person. of all, did you see how she came out of the clinch? She broke him up. She ran back over to attack this one. <laughs> and <laughs> and the thing about her, like, like especially, like, if you really watch her, she leads into her femininity. So, like, when she's not boxing, she she's a whole different person. Yeah, 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 is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be out somewhere tell and the wrong girl going to say something to her and not know who she is. And she going to put them paws on you always. You do, I, I, don't, I don't agree. Hey, I, I think I think a girl can tell because she got a back now. She got a back. I mean, she be lifting. So she out there strapless. Now, a dude with that, a dude with that, with with that, with that, with that pride. With that, oh, you the bo- you Clarissa Shields? You can't fight for my man, girl. I just, but and she she tapped that jaw. No. You gonna say the wrong thing <laughs> to her? And <sighs> hey, fellas, them hands move. Them hands move. I, look <laughs> how she like. I've never seen a boxer run over like you know. How typically, like they they close Ooh, the space, hit but they the kind of take that their hurt. time. Look, she running and punching. <laughs> and punching that means, and running. That means she don't fear your punches. When a boxer doesn't fear your power, it's like, oh well, I can walk right through that. So, um, and then finally, we our uplifting part. Well, kind of. That's the uplift right there. <laughs> I'm about to say kind of sort of. We got a little racism in there sprinkled. You know, that wouldn't be America if it wasn't. Uh, but um, we do have some couple things to talk about real quick. Uh, the founders of the first black-owned ice skating academy in Detroit opened up. Uh, Angela Block, Blocker Lloyd and Candice Tomaclo, uh launched the first and only black-owned figure skating academy in the city of Detroit. Shout out to them, man. That's major moves, major moves, major moves. Especially in the city of Detroit, which has the climate for it and has a massive black population. Also, a hockey city. So... You know, it, it should be interesting to, to see this grow. Of course, we here at the Splashcast are supporters of this. Well, I'll follow the Instagram pages. That's another thing. Two things I ask of you guys. When you see black creatives like ourselves, follow the account. And if you don't want to follow the account, just go like a bunch of stuff. Support yeah. these people who are trying to yeah. make it happen. Run, like, run up the it numbers, is literally man. the smallest thing that you can do. It doesn't cost you anything. Click like a few times. That's Anytime I see stuff like this, I saw the dude uh, in Africa golfing. He just started out of nowhere. Just like a bunch of the posts. Takes, oh, the it African takes 60 seconds. Who, yep. Just hit the button a bunch of times. I followed him, but find a way to support people, man, who trying to make it out of nothing. And while you're here, like, follow, subscribe, tell a friend about the realest podcast in the world. It is the Splashcast, and this is Must See TV, just like the Netflix documentary on the 2006 to 2009 Florida Gators, one of the greatest teams you've ever seen, and I'm excited. I will, I will be. And of oh, that's on my brother's birthday. That's gonna be the one to see because you know that team is filled with the mess. And if you can't remember, the 2009 team was led by a go. preacher. What? I'm gonna say led go by ahead. a preacher. Led by a preacher. 
uh, had a bunch of different personalities on there. Remember, Cam Newton was the backup. Uh, uh, had Chris Leak. I mean, they had they had um, Brandon Spikes. They had a bunch of people. Um, of course, Aaron Hernandez and everything too. So that is a crate. That was a team of a lot of personalities, and it's gonna be a killer documentary. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I knew it was gonna get. I knew <laughs> I was gonna get. I was waiting for the Riley Cooper. I was just doing oh, jump, we jump didn't even forget about road. the N-word guy. The one that said he could beat up all the black people in Philadelphia <laughs> is what he said and still kept they the job. Made him. They should have made him fight everyone, <laughs> too, boy. boy. And, and, and then he kept the job for a couple years after that. I ain't forget NFL. Uh, moving on. Um, I ain't defending that. <laughs> never I never. draw the that. line. They banned Colin Kaepernick with let in the same era. Let Riley Cooper decide <laughs> uh, to keep a job for a couple years. Uh, but this is how you attack racism, man. So Flamingo and Cruzero sit in protest against treatment of Vin- Vincius Jr. We reported on Vincius two weeks ago uh, to where he was being yelled at by the opponents around all around the world in where they play, uh, being called a monkey and all these other type of racial slurs. Uh, well, both teams then sit and protest in to rally behind him, and this is how you protest um, racism. This is how you do it. They also, uh, I think, Flamingo had his name on the back of their jersey, which is a big step. Specifically, like this is not even our player, but we're going to step out and support because we know this is the right thing to do. Uh, soccer has a long past of racism. Uh, and because there are so many different countries that mm-hmm. participate in soccer as the most popular sport in the world, they're always that, race, that racism so. seemed to be universal, though. Come on, come on, man. That racism just... seemed to be universal, dog. Don't matter what country you yeah. go to, them 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 darker skinned people be getting yelled at, berated, cussed at, everything everywhere. But I, I'm happy to see that everybody participated, including the referees. Uh, and this he is a big step. <laughs> shout out to AJ. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to hey. uh, Flamingo and Cruzino, hey. man. That's awesome. Tim Tebow still got his Heisman Trophy. Reggie Bush still waiting on his to come back. <laughs> hey, I ain't got nothing in that fight, dog. Y'all knock yourself out. Uh, shout out to Jordan Brand, man. Jordan Brand, history in the making. They tapped Sarah Mensah to be its first female black first black woman president of the Jordan brand conglomerate. Uh, she was first hired as the first black female vice president uh, last Correct. year. She has gotten a promotion. Um, no, that was she, six years ago, six years, ago. six years. I'm sorry. Six years ago. She now has a promotion um, to president. So shout out. But that's what happens when you inside. do good business. Congratulations on Jordan brand for being uh, at the front of diversity and inclusion. I mean, and, Let's be very frank about this. The Jordan brand is one of the most iconic, recognizable brands in the world. There are there are not many more logos that are more recognizable than that one right there. And for her sports to be wise, the, the leader of there that is one more recognizable than sports. Uh I mean Nike, you would say so, Coca-Cola probably, but the the in sports the people sports wise, sports sports brand, sports brand. Yes, sports brands. I mean, yeah, Nike, but 
I mean, Nike and Jordan are synonymous. Uh, damn near can say ain't one without the other. Uh, well, yeah, when it comes to sports to branding and to have, once again, black women doing the absolute best and being the most successful, they are finding a way to to be at the forefront of and and let's be very clear, like this isn't like a Jordan LeBron or all the rest of these people comparison. There's Jordan brand and then there's all the rest of these other athletes. KD, I mean, even through Iverson, there is only one Jordan brand. And to have a woman, a black woman in charge is impressive. And you know, we're we're all in support of that. And if you want to send me and Reggie Jordans, we are cool. We are. We are. Oh, I mean, Jordan is or the first. Or you just or make LeBron's. them available where I can get them. I mean, I mean that's half the look, fight. Jordan is the first, right? We're living amongst the first athlete with their own signature shoe in basketball. He was the first one, right? Before it was Converse. The athlete wore Converse. No. Um, you don't make me go back. Let me let me check on that because I think that the Ewings were first. It was some oh. other people. I don't know if the Ewings were first. Jordan came out in 84. We'll come back to that. That's actually an excellent conversation. We we need to come back to like the first. Uh, but with that said, of course, we're going to uh, continue. Yeah, it was 1989. Jordan was 1986. Remember right? Yeah, Jordan was the... So that, that's, that was my point. We're living in... That was the first. He's the prototype, Right. And now everybody else is trying to develop a brand like him. I mean, LeBron may be the closest in, on, in basketball terms. Maybe Iverson may have, may have been closer, but that because Iverson had Reebok. Oh, they fighting. No, so I knew I wasn't crazy. Nineteen eighty four, Katonic released the uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, Katonic. Etonic. If you see them, you'll be like, oh, I remember these. And there's a place. I, I was not born. No, but if you see the shoe, you'll be like, oh, I remember these. There's actually a bodega here. I know it's Houston bodega. That sounds crazy. But, like, one of the things is he has a signed tonic, Hakeem. I saw it today. And, yeah. Okay. I don't know who your tonic is. I'll say... Everybody's still trying to be like Jordan in terms of developing their own. Oh brand. yeah, without a doubt, there's not even a close second. So, um, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the pregame. Uh, this obviously is going to be released by itself. Forty nine minutes. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all know what it is when it comes to Monday Night Raw. We talk about HBCU news around the culture. Got a couple things we're gonna talk about real quick. Basketball gonna make up the entirety of the show. Well, the majority of the show, I should say. Hey, man, heat out here. And then football got a little bit of SEC foot scheduling to talk about. Austin Eckler, Falcons, as well as the Brickishaw Ferguson and others. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. And like, follow, subscribe. We'll see you in a second. See y'all soon. We'll be right back.